Good evening. Afreilachin lag baimer. Kedai de bishim and lismech olav b'shasatchak. So first I want to start off with the, uh, as promised, the raffle. We have three very lucky winners tonight. So very quickly, um, third place it was a gift card, a $120 gift card to Amazon. It was uh, won by Rabbi Danny Elulian, $120 in Amazon. Treat yourself to something you have your eye on. Actually, these days it's not a lot, but... Enjoy. Second place, we have one is Settle Kuta Sichas, Yossi Lazarov, I believe from Texas. One a set of Kuta Sichas, and we will ship it to you. First place for $500, believe it or not, Mendel Suffren. 500 bucks cash. Enjoy your prize. Treat yourself to something special. You deserve it. And Mazel Tov to the winners. Um, before we start, just want to give again a big uh, mazel tov to Shimon, uh, Shimon Strauss on his birthday tonight, and he invites everybody, um, if you can come and you're watching, come uh, enjoy uh, the barbecue here at 309 New York Avenue. If you're watching uh, via web, I don't think he's going to send you uh, any burgers or hot dogs, but uh, you'll, you'll have your barbecues there. Okay. So yesterday, we left off explaining the Shita of Rebbe, who holds that from the words of Ahayu, it teaches us that Kriyashma has to be done in Lashon Kedesh. So we're holding the last line, Amit Beis, Amit Beis, Lema. So now the Gemara says, Lema Kasava Rebbe. Let us say that Rebbe holds that Kol HaTeda Bechol Lashon Emra. That the entire Teda could be recited in any language. According to Rebbe, it should come out that besides for Krishma, who we hold that it has to be done in Lashon Kedesh, the entire Torah could be recited in any language. And what's his proof? Because if it would enter in your mind that according to Rebbe, you have to recite the entire Torah, also in Lashon Kedesh, so then the question would be, Vahayu, the cause of Rahmana, this that the Torah says Vahayu, and Rebbe learns out, that Vahayu means that these words, that it has to be written Lashon Kedesh, Lamali, why would the Torah write Tafke Vahayu by Kriyashma to teach us that it has to be Vahayu, Kaviyasun, that it has to be done in Lashon Kedesh if every single passage in Torah has to be in Lashon Kedesh? So it must be the fact that the Torah says Vahayu, it's Tafke in Kriyashma that it has to be Lashon Kedesh, but everywhere else it does not have to be. So the Gemara says, no. The Gemara rejects this. And says Itzrich, the Torah still has to write Vahayu by Krishma. Why does the Torah have to write Vahayu? The Torah has to tell me Vahayu by Krishma, and you don't have a raya that everywhere else you could say it in any language. Mishom, he says the Ksiv, Shema. Since the Torah says Shema here, and you would think that Shema you can hear, you can hear in any language, so I need Vahayu to teach me that no, in Krishma, it has to be in Lashon Kedesh. But it doesn't prove that everywhere else, Rebbe is going to hold that you can say it in any language. So now the Gemara says, Shall we say that according to the Chachamim, the entire Torah could be recited in Lashon Kedesh, in Lashon Kedesh? Why? If it would enter in your mind. 
that the Torah could be recited in any language according to the Chachamim, Shema the Kosov Rachman Alamali. Why does the Torah write Shema? It must be that Dafke Shema you can say in any language, but everywhere else has to be Lashon Kedush. So the Gemara says, no. Itzurich, the Gemara rejects this and says, you need to tell me Shema. Why? Mishum Dixiv, Ahayu. Because it says, Mamish, the exact, the exact opposite logic. Since it says, Bahayu, and these words, which I would think that it has to be written Dafke, Lashon, Kedish. So Shema teaches me that you should know that, Shema, that it could be written or it could be said in any language. Akhaponim, you have no proof, Sai Rebbe and Sai Lachachamim, that they're going to hold, that just because they hold over here, either you have to say, you could say it in any language, or you have to say Dafke, Lashon, Kedish, you can't bring a raya that it's going to be a Klal, de Milsa everywhere else because you have certain sukkim, certain nuances that will uh, not necessarily um, go uh, accordingly. Fine. Then it states in the, it said in the Mishnah, Tfila that Shmanesri could be B'cholashin. Eidunah Marun B'cholashin, which is Tfila, which is Shmanesri. So the Gemara says, why can Shmanesri be said in any language? So the Gemara answers, Rachmehi, because what is Shmanesri? Shmanesri is you're asking mercy from Hashem. Anyone can daven in any way he desires. So since davening, a person can daven how he wants to daven, so therefore it can be said in any language <coughs> because it's, it's logical. A person has to, has to express himself in the, in the language that he understands and he feels comfortable. So the Gemara asks, Are you telling me that davening could be in any language? Tell me Tfila Rachmi, and therefore you could say it in any language. But says, That a person should never request his davening in Aramaic. Why? Rabbi Yechanan said that with regard to anyone who requests in Aramaic Lushan, in Aramaic language, that he needs Ain which means that the angels do not like attend to his davening. Because the ministering angels are not familiar with the Aramaic language. So how could you tell me you could daven in any language? Rabbi Huda says a person should never daven in Aramaic and other languages. Well, now we're discussing Aramaic. Why? Because the Malchai Asharas do not, since they don't understand Aramaic, so they're not going to bring up your davening to the Ebishter because they don't understand what you're saying. So it teaches us that you should not daven in any language you want. So my answer is like Kashid. It's not difficult. Rabbi Eichelon was referring to the prayer of a Yochid, an individual, who he needs the support of Malachim. So he should not daven in Lashin Aramis, he should daven in Lashin Kedish. But when it comes to the congregation, the communal davening, that could be even in uh, Aramaic. Now, a lot of Mephoshim take... Oh, oh, very good, very good. You need the Malchus So a lot of Mephoshim take uh, issue with explaining how, what I just said, because uh, you don't... It's like Mamish against the Muna. You need to have the... You're not davening to the Malchus You need the Malchus to, to bring up your davening. Yeah, there's a, it's a big discussion in, 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 in the Muna. When you're davening, people go to the oil. You know, people have the people who don't know. Oh, they don't realize that you're not you're not davening to you're not davening you're davening to Machum Kaddish. 
And that davening, that tefillah is going to be brought up when you go to Atzadik's caver. So the, the tefillah is brought up through going to Atzadik. So, okay, there's a lot of different ways how to explain it, but in it's a very, very, it's a, if we have time, maybe we'll discuss a little bit afterwards um, how exactly this works. But according to Pashtab Shah, definitely the question is there, and there's, it's a big Shaila uh, Namuna, Al Khaira, you don't need Malcha Sharas to go and uh, bring up your, your tefillah. Fine. So the Gemara says, now the Gemara asks, so you said before that Malchai Asharas don't speak, don't understand Aramaic, and therefore you shouldn't daven, and the Gemara says, as a Yachin, you shouldn't daven Aramaic. So the Gemara asks, well, are you telling me that the ministering angels are not familiar with the Aramaic language? Well, Tanya, but we learned in Abraisa, Yechanan, Koyin Godol, Yechanan, who was the Koyin Godol for 80 years, he was the high priest, and Shoma Baskim Ibase Kedish Hakadoshim Shuimer. Once on Yom Kippur, he heard a divine voice, a Baskil, emerging from the Kedish Hakadoshim. And what did this Baskil say? Nitzchu Talaya Dazalu Lagacha Krova Leantochio. The youth who went to wage war in Atachaya have been victorious. That's what he heard, whatever that meant. That's the Baskil you heard in the Kedish Hakadoshim. And the Shimon Sadik also heard a Basco from the Kedesh Kedoshim saying, Thank God for art scroll. Otherwise, we don't know what these words mean. So, Shimon Sadik said, who heard a divine voice emerging from the Kedesh Kedoshim saying, the decree that the enemy intended to bring against the Beis Hamikdash is annulled, and Gaskalis has been killed, and the decrees have been voided. Because Yisrael and people wrote at that time that they heard the Baskel at that time, the Kivnu, and they later found out that it matched the exact time, the exact time that the Baskel emerged from the Kedesh Kedoshim was the time that this uh, Gaskalia was was killed. And and this. Divine voice was in Lashon Arami, was in Aramaic. So how can you say that the Malchai Asharis don't understand Aramaic? I see from over here that the two stories of Sai, um, Sai Yechanan Kengal and Sai Shimonat Tzadik, they both from these Baskels, it wasn't Aramaic. So the Gemara gives a few answers. It says, "Iba Yisemi, you can answer that Baskel Shani that a divine voice is different." Its purpose is to communicate a message. So the Malachi Asharas don't understand it, but the Baskel, since the purpose of the Baskel is to communicate a message, so it also communicates in Aramaic. Second answer, Kavriel Hoya. This was, this Baskel was the Malach Kavriel. The Marmar, as the Baisa says, Ba Gavriel, Shivim Loshin. It says that Gavriel came and taught the 70 languages to Yesav Atzadik. And, and Gavriel, he knows all the languages, as opposed to other Malachim who don't know all the languages and don't know Aramaic. Okay. Then the Mishnah stated that Shavuot Sa'edus, when it comes to the oath of a testimony, so the oath of a testimony can be said in any language. Dechsiv, how do you know that the Shavuot Sa'edus can be said in any language? Because it says, V'nefesh ki sechta b'shama ola. It says, if anyone sins, and that he heard the voice of the curse. Sorry, sorry, I skipped. I apologize. I apologize. Thank you. Birchas Hamazin says that Birchas Hamazin, 
the Mishnah said that it's bechol lashem. It can be said in any language. Dixiv, because the Pesach says v'achalta v'savato v'irachta Hashem alekecha, and you should bench and you should satiate and you should bench Hashem, which from the commandment it's mashma bechol lashem shatim bevarich in any language or in any uh, tongue that you can make the bracha. So that teaches us that you could uh, say bracha zamaz in any language. Then the Mishnah said shvua saidus that the oath of testimony could be said also b'chaloshin. Elu namar b'chaloshin. So he says shvuas edus. So we explain what shvuas edus. Shvuas edus is that if somebody knew testimony and then swore that he doesn't know the testimony, so he can come and then he comes along and says that I swore falsely. So there's the shvuas edus he has to take, and that um, could be said in any language. Sailoshin kedush and sign another language. So the says, how do I know that? Because see the pasuk says. In regards to the Pasha Shvuas Eidis, this is uh, in, in Vayikra, Perekei, Pasuk Aleph, the Pasuk says, V'nefesh ki sechta v'shama kol ha'ola, and if anyone sins, and that he heard the voice of the curse, so it says, v'shama kol ola. It doesn't say, as the as Rashi and Tesis explained, it doesn't say, L'chere should say, v'yishbiu, and, the, and they swear, and they make him swear, ba'ala, with the curse, with the curse that the Torah speaks about. So the fact that the Torah uses the expression, v'shama, k'il, ola, mashma dad, b'chol, loshen, shihi, it's any language that the nefesh, shemas, hears, that understands. Then, the Mishnah said, that elu namar b'chol, loshen, also shua sabikodin. And this is, we explained that if somebody is given a pikodin, and then he denies it, and then he's uh, a liar, so there's different uh, dinim that uh, apply to him. And then he has a shuas of bikadim. This is the oath, uh, oath of a deposit. Could be said in any language. So the Gemara asks, where do you know this from? So the Gemara says, Aisya techta techta b'shuas edus. You bring, we derive from a seir shava, from techta techta sins, sins that, ap- that appears in regards to the portion of the oath of the Pikadin, and it says sins that's mentioned in regards to Shvos Eidus. So, just like in regards to Shvos Eidus, like we just said, it has to be done. It could be, I'm sorry, it could be done, but Chalashin, so do Shvos Eidus also could be done, and it could be said in any language. Okay, now, then the Mishnah said, and these are recited in Lashin Kedish. Mikra bikurim bechalitza ad. So the Gemara says, Mikra bikurim keitzad. So uh, how how is how is the uh, this that they that he has to recount by bringing the bikurim the first fruits of the time of the Beis Hamikdash? How is it how is it said? So he says like this. Ad mikra bikurim keitzad vanisiv amatlef neashem lekecho. It says in regards to bikurim. This is in Dvarim Chavov. But Bikurim, you have to answer and you have to say before Hashem your God. And then, in regards to the brachis, which we spoke about yesterday, the brachis and the klolis, on Har Grizim and Har Evel, this is on the mountain of Grizim and the mountain of Evel, the Pasik says over there, this is in the same pedic, in the same Dvarim Chavzayin Yudalit. So the Pasuk says, I'll call And the Levim answered, and, and the answer, I'll call Ish Yisrael. Now, the Lashainis they use over there is Ania, Anu, and Amru. So in both places, it says, Ve'anisa ve'amarta, and also it says, the terminology of Ve'anu ve'amru, which basically means an answer and say, it says it also in regards to the 
um, curses. So it says in regards to Bikurim, the idea of Anisava Marta, Anu and Amru, it says by the, the curses of Hargrizim and Haravel, so just like just like by the brachas and klalis, it's dafke in loshen hakedesh. Afkan so too in regards to the reading of the bikurim, the aniyah has to be done dafke loshen hakedesh. So the Gemara says, Where do we know that the levim themselves? The, you're saying that we're learning out from the that the fact that the levim had to say the brachas and the klalis in loshen. So, but how do you know that that was the case? How do you know that the Levim themselves answered in Hebrew or, or responded in Hebrew? So the Gemara says, I see a koil kol We learn Xer Shavra from the word koil um, over here, and koil, it says koil by Mesha, and it says koil by the brachas and klalis on Hargrizim and Harevel. So, it says by the Levim, by the brachas and the klalis. What does it say? The Pasuk says, Right? That's what the Pasuk says. This is in Chavzayin Hey. The Pasuk says, um, The Pasuk says, That should be in a, in a high voice. And it says in regards to This is in Shmais Yutes, Pasuk Yutes, Meshul will speak and Hashem So, and that's speaking about the Aser Sadibr. So we learn just like by Meshul and Mantera, it was that the Aser Sadibr was Beloshan HaKedesh. So the Tera was given, the Aser Sadibr was given in Beloshan HaKedesh. Afkan, so too, by the Levian, the Brachas and the Kholis, also Beloshan HaKedesh. I learn it now from Kael Kael. Well, right. It's a good Shailah. So the Gemara is going to ask. The Gemara's leader is going to ask. Um, not exactly what you're saying, but the Gemara is going to ask a similar question about. Uh, but that's Gzair Shav. We're going to see. Rashi says soon that the idea of Gzair Shav is like a Maseris from teacher to teacher. So the way his Maseris, he was taught that. Right. Yeah, but that's the idea of Gzair Shav. That's the whole Chiddush. Okay. So like this. Now, then we said Chalitza Ketza. The Mishnah said that Chalitza, how is it derived that the Chalitza has to be done in Hebrew? So the Mishnah explained that the source is from Xer Shava, it says Va'onsa Va'amra over here, and it says by, um, uh, and it says Va'onu, I'm sorry, by Chalitza it says Va'onsa Va'amra, and it says also Va'onu Halavim Va'amru. So just like, as we said a few times, the Klalis and the Brachas of of Hagrizim and Ha'evel in Lashon Kedesh, so too the Chalitza has to be in Lashon Kedesh. Then the Mishnah brought the name of, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda that the Chalitza and the Brachis are not learned, that it has to be Lashon Kedesh and not learned from here, but rather it's learned from the word Kacha. It says, Va'ansav Amra, and the word Kacha. From here I learn out that it has to be Kacha the way it's written in Lashon Kedesh, right? That's what the Mishnah said. So now we have Machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rabbi. So, the Rabbanon who have the Xer Shava. I'm learning out from the Brachas and Klalis from Xer Shava. Hi, Kacha, my of delay. What do they do with the word Kacha? Kacha is an extra word. So, Mela Rabbi will tell you, Kacha teaches me that the Chalitza could be, has to be Belash and Kedish. But uh, according to you, the Chacham who learned that out from Xer Shava, what are you going to do with the word Kacha? 
After the Gemara, you need it for another limit. What do you need it for? You need it for which means that it, it teaches us that there are certain matters, certain details in the actual chalitza that these actions are indispensable to the chalitza. Now, which actions are indispensable for the chalitza? So in the chalitza, you have, actually, we, uh, the, the, in the Kailo, we took the, in Galait, I think for two or three, at least two groups, we took them to go see a chalitza. It's very, uh, it's not a very common uh, practice, but whenever there's a chalitza case, so they call uh, Rabbi Shuchat, he's a dayan and one of the batidin in there, so they call him, so he brings the, he brings the, uh, he brings the chevra to watch. It's a, it's a, it's a fascinating uh, ceremony. So part of the chalitza, yeah, it's a fascinating, whatever, it's an interesting uh, ceremony. So in the chalitza, what they do is they have to take off the shoe and then they have to spit. So those actions are ma'ak of the chalitza. Um, so when it says kachei also, it teaches me that these are these um, are ma'akiv the chalitza, but certain things will not be ma'akiv the chalitza. For example, um, let's say um, let's say um, okay, there's certain the Gemara Nivamis learns out certain things are ma'akiv, certain things are not ma'akiv. So from the word kacha, it teaches me that according to the chachamim that there are certain um, actions that are indispensable in regards to the chalitza. Okay, so he says, like, you know, the, the, the Amira is not, that's not indispensable, and even if there's, uh, you don't have these, it's also going to be kosher. Fine. So, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who darshans, how does he know that these uh, mice are going to be ma'ak of the chalitza? So the Gemara says, mikoi So the Gemara answers, mikoi kocha. He learns it out from the Torah could have said koi. Why does it say kacha? It teaches me that two things. First of all, it's going to teach me that it has to be Elashen Kedesh. And number two, it teaches me that these are going to be ma'akif, the kashrus of the chalitza. Now, that, and the Gemara says, okay, what about according to the Rabbanan? Koi, kacha, From the fact that the Torah could have wrote koi and it says kacha, that they don't learn out. Okay, we're holding out the Flamadalid, Amid, base. Rabbi Yehuda. Sorry, I'm Gimel Ahmed Base. What did I say? Ahmed Base. I'm Gimel Ahmed Base. Okay, so from here the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who darshins the pasuk, kocha so lachera haiva onsav amru amra mayavdele. What do they do with this gzeir shava lachera? We have a gzeir shava that teaches us that v'onsa v'amra. In other words, if I have this kocha, so then what's the point of the Gzair Shava? So my answer is, they need it for le'agmure the Levian, the Blashna Kedesh. This teaches us that the Levian, that uh, with regard to the Levian, that they spoke in Lashon Kedesh. They spoke in Lashon Kedesh. And, and, that, and then they have to say the brachas and the klalis in Lashon Kedesh. So now the Gemara says, why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda? Learn from the Gzair Shava. I don't know if this is what you were asking, but the question is, why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda learn out? You should learn out for the Gzair Shava of Kail and Kail. It says Kail by the Brachas and the Klalas. It says Kail by Meisha Mantera and the Chayra, like, like the Chachamim learned. So why does he need a Gzair Shava of Aniyah of Amira? So the Gemara answers and says, Aniyah, Aniyah Gomer. Rabbi Yehuda, he, like Rashi says, he was Makabal from his teachers, the Gzair Shava of Aniyah and Aniyah. And he wasn't very simple. He, he didn't, it was not Mikabal from his Rabbi Sav, the idea of Xer Shava. Shava, you have to have a Maseris 
about the Gzir Shavas. You can't just make up Gzir Shavas. Does that answer your question? No. Okay, yes. Fine. Tanya Nambahachi, we learned also in a Braisa, Rabbi Udahim, Rabbi Udahim says, Komakam Shemar Koi, any time that the Terrorist says, Koi, Kocha, Aniya, Vamira. When the Terrorist says the word Koi, Kocha, um, these expressions, it's uh, of speaking and saying is used is referring to Lashin Kedesh. So now the Gemara explains. When, the, when Koi, this Tarabudah says from the word Koi, what does that teach me? Koi Sevaruchu, that the Birchas Koinim have to be done in Lashin Kedesh. Kocha, this, that Tarabudah says Kocha, means the Lachalitza, that the Chalitza has to be in Lashin Kedesh. Ania, Vamira, Tarabudah mentions is the Levim, these are the Brachis and the Klalis, of the um, of the of the klolis and the brachas. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, the source that it has to be in Lashon Kedesh and the and the brachas and the klolis is from the Ania and the Amira. In other words, that we learn out of Amru or Vans of Amru by Chalitza. Okay. Then the Mishnah said, Brachas uklolis Ketzad. How did the ceremony of the brachas and the curses take place? So the Gemara says, Kivan Shavru Yisrael Sayardin when the Yidin crossed the Jordan River. So, now he says, Tarabanan, Chacham taught us that when the Yidin were by Averla Yardin, which, which that's the location of Har Grizim and Har Evil, was described. So it says like this the Pasuk says that, um, the Pasuk says like this, Halehema Be'ever Hayardin. What's the whole, what's the full Pasuk? It says, Halehema Be'ever Hayardin, Achri Derek Muve Hashemesh. So it says that the um, Chayra are they not beyond Aver Hayardin, behind the way of the coming of the sun in the land of the Knani who dwell in Arava, over against Gilgal. Beside the oaks of Meira. That's the simple shot of the puzzle. So the Mara says like this. The Mara says, Haleim of Eivra Yardin, which teaches us that, Meivra Yardin Veilech. That, are they not beyond the Yardin, means that they're farther west, beyond the Yardin River, beyond the Jordan River. This is the statement of Rabbi Yehuda. Achrei Derech Mavei Hashemesh, behind the way of the coming of the sun. This is Mokim Shacham Azirachas. This is referring to the place where the sun rises. Where does the sun rise? In the east. In other words, they are at a distance from the Jordan River, which is in the east. That's where, that's where it is. In the land of Kanani, that dwell in Arava. So he says, what, do I, what does that teach me? Elu This refers to, in the land of the Kanani that dwell in the land of Arava, this refers to Har Grizim and Har Evil. Bahem Kutim. Over there, that's where the Kutim are. Mulha Gilgal. What does it mean? Over against Gilgal. Samochla Gilgal. This means near Gilgal. Eiselini Meri. What does it mean? Beside the Oak of Meira. This refers to Shechem. Ulahalanu Oimer. And elsewhere it says, in regards to Avram Avinu, it says, Vayavra Avram Baeretz and Mokim Shechem, Mokim Shechem ad Eloin Meireh, and Avram passed through the land until the place of Shechem, until the Oaks of Meireh. So, Ma Eloin Meireh HaOmer Lahalan. So, just like the Oaks of Meireh stated over there are Shechem, Afkan, so to over here, they are Shechem. Tanya, it was taught. Omer Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Yesi. Rebbe Lazar, the son of Rebbe Yesi, says, Bedover Zez, Yafti Sifri Kutim. I prove the, the falsehood 
of the of the kutim in their in their book. In other words, they had their own uh, Torah and their own th- their own uh, Bible. And he says that I proved their whole Bible is one false book. Why? And I said, and I said to them that you forge your entire Torah by making additions, and you have gained, you have gained, and you haven't gained anything from it. Why? You're saying that where's We also say that is However, we learn it out from Shava, which is Allah so what, you, where do you learn out that if you don't have you can't learn it out it must be your whole thing is, is ziyuf now Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar disagrees with Rebbe and says when it says and they are, are not beyond the Jordan that means near the Jordan River now and if it's meant farther west beyond the Jordan, that isn't it written, and it shall be when you pass over the Jordan. So this implies that that Harevo uh, was near the location where the Jewish people crossed the Yarden. Now, behind the way of the coming of the sun, according to Rabbi Lazar, is referring to the place where the sun sets, where, where does the sun set? In the west which is very distant from Shechem, which is the center of Eretz Yisrael. Now, furthermore, the Pasuk says, Be'eretz HaKanani, it says in the land of Kanani, Eretz Chivihi, this is the land of Chivi. Similarly, the Pasuk says, Ayesheba Arava, that dwell in Arava. Now, it, it cannot be a description of the mountain known as Har Grizm and Har Evil that are next to Shechem, because Vahalei ben Harim Gvezin Yeshim, the Chera, isn't Har Grizm and Har Evil situated amongst mountains and hills? So what's it saying? Mula Gilgal. So and then the pasuk says that uh, they could not see Gilgal from Shechem because it's far away. So, so, so sorry again. Mula Gilgal. The pasuk says over against Gilgal, which is also a, a question. They could not see Gilgal from Shechem. It's too far away. So according to Rabbi Lazar, Hargriz and Harevel mentioned the Torah are located closer to the Jordan River, and they are not mountains known by the same names that are located in. Shechem. According to Rabbi Lazar, the Pasuk does not come to establish the location where Har Grizim and Har Evil is. Rather, it comes to show the Yidin the way the second time. In other words, when the Yidin entered the land of Canaan, so Hashem is showing them the way He showed them the first time when they left Mitzrayim. Now, when they left Mitzrayim, we know there was a pillar of cloud before them, and they had all this. They had the, they had the cloud, and they had the they had the pillar of fire that that escorted them. So, the purpose of this pasuk is the second time is to instruct the Jewish people how to enter Eretz Yisrael um, with ease, despite the fact that they don't have the pillar of the cloud. So, He says like this: Derech. When the Hebrews are saying way, so what is he saying? That go along the pre-established way. Don't wander off in fields and vineyards. The phrase that says that they dwell, that's teaching me that they go in settled areas and not in wilderness. When the Pesach says in Arava, that's Barava Lechu, that teaches us that they should go in the plains and not over mountains and hills. Okay, we'll start, um, it's a little bit early, but we'll stop by Tarn Abonan, because I don't want to stop in the middle. Um, let's do a Chazara. 
Okay, so we start off today's share on the Flamel Beis, Flamel Beis. We said that according to Rebbe, the word Vahayu teaches me that Kriyushma has to be done, has to be said in Lashon Kedesh. So the Gemara says, the Chayra, shall we say that according to Rebbe, the entire Torah um, could be said in any language. Why? Because if according to Rebbe, Torah has to be written or said in Lashon Kedesh, why does it say Davke Vahayu by Shema? Must be the Davke Vahayu could be in Lashon Kedesh, but everywhere else could be in any language. So the Gemara says no, because since it says Shema, and I would think Shema, it's Bechol Lashon Shat So therefore, that's why it says Vahayu. And then the Gemara uses the exact by Rabbanan who say that Shema can be said in any language, so the reverse psychology of Lachera, that Kalatari Kula Lashon Kedesh Namra, because if not, um, why does it say Dafka over here? Vahayu. So he says, since it says Shema, I would think you could say it in any language. So Shema, the cousin of Rahman Allah, at least he says, Vahayu, the exact opposite. Okay, then the Gemara says, Tfilah, so um, Davening or, or Shmanesri can be said in any language. Why? Because Shmanesri is Rachamim. It's mercy. And you could say it, and if it's mercy, it's asking a person, a person's asking mercy, so you can say it in any language. So ask the Gemara, Balachai Rabbi Huda says, a person should never speak in. It should never daven or ask his bakashis in Aramis because Rabbi Yechonah says anybody who, ask, who asks his Surah Blashan Arami in Malchai Shars in Skokinlai. Why? Because the Malchai Shars doesn't understand Aramaic. So here we see that you should not daven in uh, Aramaic. You should not daven in any language you want. So my answer is it says it's not a question. By a Yochid, he should not, he should not, he should only speak in Lashon Kedush. By a Tzibur, they can ask in any language. So then the Gemara asks, you're telling me that Amalchi Asharis does not speak Lashon Anami, but we have two stories of Yechon and Kayan Gadol and Shimon Atzadik, who were both serving in the Kedush HaKadosh HaMayim Kippur, and they heard Aramaic phrases saying, but they heard a Baskel that's in Aramaic, so we see that the Amalchi Asharis speak Aramaic. So the Gemara says either a Baskel is different, or that Malach was Malach Gabriel, which he was the one who taught 70 languages to Yosef HaTzadik and he is one he's a, a Yochid who Taka speaks all languages then we said Birch HaZamazin how do we know because it says V'achalta V'savata V'rachta which is mashma any any language Shuas Edis we learn now from Xer Shavav Techta Techta and then Shuas Abikad I'm sorry by Shuas Edis it says V'nefesh Kisechta V'shama Kail Allah which is mashma the Chayra it says why does it say one second one second, one second. Give, give it one minute why does it say Vishama Kail Allah? Why not say the use the expression of Vishbaita Ba Allah? So it teaches us Bakalash and Shishimas. Then the Mishnah said, Shwasabikadan, so we said it's Xer Shav of Tehta Tehta. Then the Mishnah said that these have to be said Blashna Kadesh, Mikr Bikurim. So how do we know Bikurim has to be in Lashin Kadesh? Because it says by Bikurim Anisava Martha Fina Shamalikha, and it says by the Shvois of and the Klalis, the Brachis and Klalis by Agrizim. So I learned Vanisa Vamarta, Anu Vamrok, Zereshava, that has to be done in Lashon Kedesh. So, Fred, how do you know the Levian himself had to be, had to give the curses and the brachas in Lashon Kedesh? The Gemara says, I learned Zereshava of Kail Kail, says Kail Ram by Mantera, and it says Kail of Ram over here, and it says Kail by Mantera, just like over there. The Abishra gave that Sarasa Dibris, I don't have an answer yet to what you asked, good question, was in the Sarasa Dibris, the Pashtas, the whole Sarasa Dibris. So, so to here, it's a Sarasa Dibris. Chalitza Ketzat, so the Gemara says, According to the Chachamim, who said that the Chalitza, Chalitza Ketzat, so we brought a, a machlekes between the Chachamim and Rabbi. According to the Chachamim, they learned it out from a Zayr Shavav Ansuv Amru, and Rabbi Huda is going to tell you from the word Kachav, Ansuv Amra Kachav. 
So the Gemara says, Chacham, what do they do with the word Kacha? So he says, they needed to tell me that by Chalitza, you can't have certain mice that are going to be Ma'akiv. Rabbi Yehuda, Kacha, he doesn't learn out. Uh, but, uh, uh, I'm sorry, and Rabbi Yehuda is going to learn out, it could have said Koi, why does it say Kacha? Teaches me two things. Rabbi Yehuda is going to say Koi, Kacha, he does not lay Mashmalu. Then the Gemara says that according to Rabbi Yehuda, Vansav Amra, what is, so ask the Gemara, what does Rabbi Yehuda do with Vansav Amra? Why doesn't he have the Gzair Shava? So he says, Vansav Amra is going to teach me that the Levim have to say it, had to uh, speak and say it in Lush and Kedish. So, Fred the Gemara, let me learn out Koi, 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 so he says that the Koyal Koyal, they don't learn now. Tanya, Amahachar, Buddha says anytime it says Koy Kocha Ania, means Lashon Kredish. Koy is Koy Suvarachu, Kocha is the Chalitza, and Ania is the Amira of Levim. Brachus Suklal is Ketzad, so he says once the Eden passed the Yardin, so the Gemara wanted to know is, he, is it next to or not to, so the Gemara brought a whole different Tadayas about the Evil Yardin. Um, we said Halehem and Beaver Yardin, Beaver Yardin is Divir of Yehuda, Achri Derech Shemes is the place where the, where it's, where the sun. Uh, rises, which is the east. is Kutim. is next to Gilgal. and then it says Avram So just like over there, Elin uh, is is the same place. So to over here, Tanya Amr He says I was able to prove false the Sefer of the Kutim because they said that Elin is But we know this from Gzair Shava, and they made it up. Rabbi Lazar says, he argues is Samach Yardin. And Vahoy Barbacham Yardin, is the place where the sun sets to the west. Baretz Aknani Eretz Chiviyu, Ayesha Barava. So, Fred de Lechera, it's not there. Rather, it's further from Gilgal. Rabbi Lazar Banyankiv says, the Pasuk is not telling me where Hargrizim and Harevil is, just telling us that when Eden went into Eretz Yisrael the second time, they were given a straight path, even though they didn't have the provisions that they didn't have the first time, but they were given clear paths where to travel so they do not get farblunged. Okay, remember, uh, enjoy your Lag Ba'emer, and again, there's going to be a, uh, a barbecue right after Maidif.